All right, welcome to the podcast. It is April 15th. Uh, it's about 9.40 p.m. Sunday, April 15th, and I'll be doing the recap for Sunday. So, full day of, full day of work and uh, activity today. Yes, I just said activity, but anyway, so this morning, actually, what I did was, was actually not really work. Um, it was a, a, a transcendental meditation course. So transcendental meditation is something I've been interested in for a while, and I decided to take a course. I might have already talked about this on a previous podcast, but uh, today was session number two. So the way it works is you have to go on for four different sessions, and today was day number two, and then I have another session on Monday, and then another session on Tuesday, and then I'll have my training done. So far, I'm really liking it. Um, You know, I was a little... I don't want to say skeptical, but uh, curious more. Just like, hey, you know, what is this going to be like? In the past, I've tried different meditation techniques and meditation and never really worked for me. But I hit this point where, you know, I just I decided to actually try it. And uh, and I have to say, after after practicing each day so far, I have felt better. I felt uh, at least immediately after less anxious, less stressed, uh, more calm, relaxed. So, so far, that's kind of my takeaway. So I had that from... 11 to 12. I'm just pulling up my calendar here so I can remember what all happened today. So that was from 11 to 12, or 11 to 1, rather. Oh, and before that, I completely forgot. I actually had a, um, this morning I had a call with Elizabeth, who's my coach. Um, That was around 9 a.m. And there was a couple good takeaways from what we talked about. I'm just going to read her uh, her email, she had an email follow-up with a couple of takeaways, and one, one was really good. It was called, uh, Surprises are always good. It's the way your next assignment on your soul's curriculum gets delivered. So, I'll just read that again. Surprises are always good. It's the way your next assignment on your soul's curriculum gets delivered. So, the reason why she wrote that to me was because one thing we talked about today was how I get very upset at myself and just at situations and stressed and and just really upset um, and beat myself up about if I, you know, if something happens that uh, I wasn't necessarily expecting or, or you know, in the business, and we're talking business here, that I, I get upset, I'm like, oh, why didn't I see that coming? I could have done something. I should have done something to fix that, et cetera, right? But the learning really is that, hey, you got surprised by something. Okay, great. You don't know everything because if you already had mastered something, you wouldn't have been surprised by it. So instead of looking at it like, shit, like there's something lacking in me, why not open up that space of curiosity? It's like surprises are good. It's it's now, now there's something new for you to learn. You haven't mastered something. Amazing. Now, now you get to. And that little adjustment, um, it's very subtle, but it's a big one. So that's uh, that's something that came up. And then there was a couple other things, but I mean, that's the that was the big one for me that kind of sat there. And then also just not feeling like, a, you know, this isn't, isn't written in the email, but another thing we talked about is just my tendency when, when surprises happen or stuff there for me just to have the, this like lone wolf kind of uh, mentality and it keeps just showing up. You know, I, I almost create situations so that I can be right on like on, only I'm, you know, the one to be able to fix it for some reason. And, uh, you know, and another thing that we talked about, and this was, I actually had talked to her later in the day, so I'm fast forwarding because I, I had to cut it, we had to cut our conversation short because of the meditation class, but later in the day we talked about, I was like, why does this keep happening, you know, like, 
you know, one thing I took my eyes off of a bit was sales. And when you take off, take your eyes off of sales, the lagging indicator and what happens is that the business starts to suffer. And, and I, and I did it again. And I'm like, why do I do this? Like, and one thing that came out, you know, it took us a while to get there, but it's like, I, I love problem solving and I'm almost like creating my own problem so that I can come in and fix it. Right now we have this issue that in June we'll lose a bunch of money if I don't pull a rabbit out of the hat and figure out how to, how to close some deals. When instead, right, we had so much momentum in Q1 uh, and in, in this month as well that what I should have been doing in January, February, March, instead of uh, taking my eye off of sales and, uh, you know, creating, you know, having this problem be created, like why, why am I not thinking bigger and saying, oh, like the problem now is how do I get to 10 million? You know, how do I sell more? How do I, you know, just reframing it and like, let me think bigger instead of causing problems that then I have to fix, which then dragged me down, which in this specific case was taking my off of sales and now sales are slowly dipping. And so now I need to fix that. When instead, if I would have thought bigger from Q1, it would have been, hey, how do I build on top of our success? Right. But instead, I almost sabotaged myself so that I would have a problem to fix. So something that's interesting that I that we kind of realized and I was self-sabotaging, essentially, um, a little bit there. So that's something I'm going to watch out for. And, and because I get, I, I need a problem to solve always. Like I, my mind, like I need something. And for whatever reason, the problem I caused, and I kind of knew this was going to happen, right? So it was, it wasn't even that much of a surprise, like take, take my off sales and then boom, I have this problem of, hey, I need to close deals. When instead, if I would have, looked at it differently and been like, okay, cool. We, we got some great success. Don't rest on our success in Q1. It did way better than we thought. Now think bigger. How do I get to 10 million? But instead of now in Q2 thinking, how do I grow this thing to 10 million? I'm thinking, fuck, how do I get it back to, you know, the level it was at in Q1? So two lessons there. One is like, stop self-sabotaging myself. And when I get bored, don't cause, you know, not even bored. Don't, don't cause my own problems and, and just think bigger. I need to think bigger because I'm capable of so much more. And if I don't, if my mind's not occupied in something bigger, then I, I do things that cause me problems and, and pull me back down, right? So I could either shoot up or, or I pull myself back down and I seem to self-sabotage for some reason. So, so yeah, so that's that. And then the other thing we talked about too with me being a lone wolf and not, you know, the other thing I do is I try to, I set up situations that reinforce, like I'm the only one who can do certain things, which is just a game that long term I'm just not going to win. The company can't grow with me doing that and it's a blocker and then so she recommended this book which if you're on video you see it called The Collaborative Way and there was a a couple important points in here and I'm just going to read, I had a tweet that kind of summarized it um, today. So The Collaborative Way is all about, so it tells this story about a CEO of a company who had one company and it ended up he ended up selling it, but it didn't work out, you know, it, towards the end of the, the company, it just wasn't enjoyable, it wasn't, wasn't a great experience for him or, or the people in the company, and now he has a second company, and he's kind of running into some of these same, same challenges, and the collaborative way uh, basically talks about how there's, there's five things that are needed to be part of a, the, 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 the values, the principles, the culture at a company in order for it to be a really collaborative effort. And in order for, for you know, essentially the, the company to grow and win. And, and there are these five things. One, listening generously. Two, speaking straight. Three, 
being for each other, four, honoring commitments, five, acknowledgement and appreciation. And then all five of those are needed, plus what they call inclusion. And if those are all practiced, you need you need all those in order to achieve alignment. And then when everyone's aligned, you can move towards the vision. And so I won't go into each of these five details. Maybe I'll write an article to explain all of those five, but uh, I'll just leave it with, you know, I'll leave it on like a little, little cliffhanger. Hey, go on and grab the book. No, I don't make money off of doing this, but... <laughs> Uh, go go get go grab the book. It's a good book. I'm gonna you know I I had highlighted a bunch of stuff. It's an easy read. I read it all today after she recommended it to me. I read it in a couple hours. You know it's like a hundred pages or something. And uh, I'm gonna really sit on it, digest it even more this week, but also start implementing a lot of this stuff. A lot of the things that her and I talk about, I realize are covered in this book. And uh, you know the way you know I'll just give you like one example is you, you know of, of of how you can be is that if someone makes a a commitment. Right, traditionally, you're, you know, on a commitment, if I make a commitment with you, it's basically like someone else is making the commitment. But really, if, if I accept someone's commitment, now we're, we're in the commitment together now. It's not, hey, if they don't, if they don't come through, then they let me down. It's, well, no, I'm, I'm equally responsible. There's two parties here. We're each 100% responsible. Right. And, and with that, with a commitment, there's certain things that need to happen. Right. A commitment has to have very specific and clear kind of a, a objectives or, or um, it has to be clear what what the actual commitment is. And there has to be a time frame around it. Right. I will do X, Y and Z by this time. Right. Because oftentimes what happens and this even happened to me today with someone on the team was uh, we had a commitment, but it wasn't a very good one because I was like, oh, where is this thing? And it's like, well, like we weren't clear on the timeline on when it needs to get done. So it'll get done, but we don't know when. And we didn't actually get super clear on what needed to get done. So basically there was no, you know, we thought there was a commitment, but there really wasn't because we didn't actually know what we were doing and by when, right? But let's just say we we did know that, right? We knew what we were doing and by when, right? If someone makes that commitment to me, then it's my responsibility too to be causing the matter and say, you know, check in on it, right? If I see, if I get this feeling of, hey, I don't know if this is going to get done on time, let me check in, see how it's going. How can I help, right? Because if I just let it not happen, I'm equally as responsible as the other person, right? So that's just one example that is covered in the book, but it's really, you know, changing the way that, or challenging and, and the way that, that I guess some, some normal things or things that people think are normal, right? Challenging that and, and changing it. And it's just really really interesting and it's all about leadership how to lead and to do things a little differently but anyways i'm not going to ramble on about it at a later time maybe i'll sit down and do book reviews where i can actually dive into the details and what i learned from it but the collaborative way very interesting book what else did i do today did a bit on the sales front meditated again in the evening Uh, you're supposed to meditate twice a day with transcendental meditation 20 minutes a day morning and evening Uh, i read this entire book it's also what I did. And then uh, had some meatloaf. Sasha cooked. It was very good. Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. And uh, and yeah, that's, uh, I'm pretty tired right now. It's 9.50. I'm going to get to bed, get some sleep in before the start of the week. Really trying to focus on, you know, just just being in, good, in a good state mentally, emotionally, physically, sleeping, you know. Um, I bought a new bed this weekend. That was a Saturday. I don't think I did the Saturday recap. I bought a new bed. 
that will come in in a week or two, but I'm really just trying to optimize everything. New bed, I got new sheets, new comforter, everything, just really building a great environment for, for me to get the rest and relaxation I need, focusing on you know my anxiety and stress by doing meditation, and really just, just optimizing every part of my life so that I can uh, perform you know, in business uh, each and every day. Uh, so I can optimize that. So uh, anyways, my thoughts aren't too clear right now. I'm pretty tired. It's 9, 9.52 and uh, I'm going to go to bed. But uh, anyways, I hope you all are having a great day and I will see you all tomorrow. <laughs>